I'm Sally Edsall, Media Officer, and I'm talking with Maxine Sharkey, Assistant General Secretary, Post Schools, about the most recent state government announcement on TAFE fee rises. Maxine, what does all this mean? Well, basically, Sally, it means that students who want to uh, study at TAFE will pay more. It means that the government is shifting the cost of vocational education and training onto students. And what's the major concern there? Well, the major concern is there's barriers being put in place to students enrolling into TAFE courses. The major concern is that at a time when the federal government has uh, has decided that young people need to learn or earn, New South Wales is now putting uh, monetary barriers in place to students actually learning. The concern is that at a time when the Abbott government is going to be reviewing people on disability support pensions, disability support is being ripped away from uh, TAFE, students in TAFE. Um, and basically, students will be getting a, a, lesser, uh, a lesser quality education and they'll be paying more for it. Could it be that uh, different people will pay different amounts to do the same course? Oh, absolutely, Sally. At the moment, people pay a, a price per um, certificate that, that they study. So all certificates three cost the same amount of money. All certificates four cost the same amount of money. As of 2015, you won't know what it will cost you to study at TAFE or another private provider. You will have to decide on what course you want to do. Is it on the skills list? Does it have an entitlement? Have you studied a certificate three or four previously? It's just a whole heap of red tape put in the way of students enrolling in TAFE. And what sort of price increases are we looking at? Well, I think uh, the price increases for next year are, 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 are about 100% for some courses. We are looking at some courses being $8,000 for a student to do. The problem is that we're being told that these are the prices for 2015. There's no guarantee that those prices won't continue to increase. So this is only for 2015. There's no certainty beyond that? There's no certainty on the, the capping of courses. One of the biggest concerns is that the government has agreed to cap apprentices, apprentice courses at $2,000 is a maximum. Currently, apprentices pay about $500, I believe, to do an apprenticeship. Um, that will now be $2,000, but that is only capped for 2015. There is no indication that that won't rise on 2016 and beyond. There is no indication that that may not rise to uh, whatever price that the government of the day decides. The other night in the federal budget, we heard that people on disability support pensions under 35, many of them are going to have to undergo a reassessment to receive that, um, that support pension. What does it mean for those people in terms of access to qualifications through TAFE? Well, firstly, it means if a person is no longer eligible for a disability support pension, they'll no longer be eligible for a... Um, a discounted enrolment fee in TAFE or any other provider. And so they'll have to find the upfront fee before they can enrol. The other problem is that disability support services um, will now only 
guarantee a 15% loading to the provider. So if TAFE, where TAFE now has disability support teacher consultants, they provide services to people with disabilities. TAFE will now only receive an additional loading of 15% for any student who has a disability. That 15% loading will go to a provider. So if a person with a disability is enrolled not in TAFE but with a private or private for-profit provider, that provider also gets the 15% loading. So people could be making profit out of this whole scenario. Look, people well could be making profit. If you have a student who is eligible for a disability support pension who enrols with you but may not require any additional services, I guess a, a provider could pocket that extra 15% loading. However, it is a concern that most of the people who require significant assistance enrol in TAFE and it costs way more than an extra 15% loading to provide services to specific students depending on the course they have and the level of disability they have. And presumably if somebody has been out of the workforce for a significant period of time, they're going to need additional assistance in order to re-enter through vocational and further education and those people may well be disadvantaged in educational terms, yet being asked to pay full fees. Is that the scenario? Look, Sally, it's a great question. It's a, it's a great proposition that you put. Um, there's, there's two issues that uh, a person who's been on a disability support pension for some time and is then assessed to be eligible for work may well have been out of the workforce for some time and may need reskilling. That person now is not eligible for a concession because they're no longer considered to have a disability. They may well need foundation skills, which previously were offered free of charge as an additional support to, to students while they're studying. Now those students will have to co-enrol in a foundation studies course, and that means that's a second course that they're enrolling in. That's a second course that they need to do in order for them to be able to complete their course. I heard the minister saying this morning that you would get um, one course a year at a concession rate and then you'd have to pay the full amount. So are you saying that if somebody has to do, engage in a, um, a foundation course and then undertake their skills training course that they're going to have to pay more for the second um, course in that year? Well, of course they will. Um, the concern with co-enrolling in a foundation course is that, just as you said, people need to do the foundation studies before they do their course, but the uh, condition under Smart and Skilled and IPART pricing is that people will co-enrol. So they'll be enrolled in their course and enrolled in their foundation studies as well. So firstly, I don't know when they'll find the time to do the additional study to enable them to be able to complete their course. And you're absolutely right. One of those courses will be a secondary course and the student will pay more. Can you explain to us the um, difference about the different levels of um, qualifications available through TAFE? What's Cert 3? What's Cert 4? What's a diploma course? And What's the, what's the difference between studying one or the other? Is one a prerequisite for the next, for example? In some cases it is. 
Sally, most uh, apprentices, apprenticeships are around about a certificate three. So most trade courses uh, mean that a person has completed a certificate three course. Many tradespeople want to continue study to a certificate four level because that's a requirement of some licensing. And so for them to further their, their um, earning capacity and to further their profession, they will undertake another course. Now, that will be a second course and they will have to pay more for that. However, there are some courses, I believe, a diploma of um, electrical engineering, I believe it is, um, where a student, it's a prerequisite that a student has completed a certificate three to enrol in the diploma. And so that means they are no longer entitled to uh, what is called an entitlement. Mm. So there's no supplement from the government for them and they'll pay a full fee. This sounds like an incredible double whammy in the same week as the federal budget has um, stripped away a whole range of funding for apprentices and for the disadvantaged. What what do you um, see, see as the um, state government's motivation for this? Where, where has this come from? Well, look, Sally, I believe that the IPART final recommendations were made in October. And so those recommendations have been sitting somewhere within the government since October. Now, the recommendations that the government has has agreed to may well have, have suited the world we lived in in October, but our world has changed since the federal government's budget was announced. And uh, I believe that the, the idea of putting barriers in place and an additional layer of complexity that stops people from people uh, who are long-term unemployed, young people, people with disabilities, that stops them from learning in able to earn is, is just mind-boggling at this time. Mm. Are you hoping to get um, some more talks with the minister before all this is um, finalised? We certainly are. Um, what was the, the final report that was announced um, yesterday has created a whole bunch of questions for us. There are a myriad questions that the wading through the 900-odd pages uh, just doesn't answer. So we will be seeking a, a meeting with the minister as soon as possible. And we'll also be seeking a, a meeting with uh, people from Smart and Skilled, uh, people from State Training Services and uh, people from TAFE to help us answer our questions. It's a complex situation where state training services are putting in place uh, regulations or putting in place policies, and but then it is up to TAFE um, to, to work within those. So it's rather a complex situation where we, we need to uh, seek answers from a variety of people. Thanks, Maxine. Thanks, Sally.